0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. In the aftermath of what happened in Washington, D.C. a week ago today, more and more of those who were allegedly involved in whatever you want to call that now facing criminal charges. And as we have been discussing all the really dumb things that happened that day or continue to happen in the aftermath, we've already talked about 36-year-old Adam Johnson. He's the Florida man who was in a picture that was distributed worldwide, seeing carrying a speaker's podium through the rotunda. Investigators still looking into where that went, although a similar one did appear for sale on eBay later. But that hasn't stopped the U.S. attorney from already charging the man with one count of knowingly entering or remaining in a restricted building or grounds without lawful authority, one count of theft of government property, and one count of violent entry and disorderly conduct on U.S. Capitol grounds. At a press conference after his initial court appearance, one of his defense attorneys, when asked if that photograph from inside the Capitol might present a problem defending Johnson in court, well, that attorney replied, I'm not a magician. (laughs) Let me translate that as, yes, it's going to be a problem.
1: It's going to be a big problem, yes. (laughs) Well, Cliff? Yes? Are you going to make it all day today?
0: I think I can make it the entire day today.
1: (laughs) I was, like, calling your name out like a uh, lonely lover or something like that. Cliff, Cliff. No,
0: no, no. That's not necessary. No. Well, I'm just saying. I was like,
1: (laughs) where is he? Where is he? Well, yesterday... You don't know what we're talking about. Near the end of the show, when we do the thing said today, uh, Cliff was yeah. preoccupied with something I going was, on. and
0: I was uh, absent due to a physical condition, you might say. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Before we get too far along, how about some good news? Okay. I did not dream about Willie Nelson last <laughs> night. What's well, good
0: news for you? That is good news.
1: <laughs> a little bit of bad news, Cliff. Okay. I have been asked yes. here at Country ninety eight one yesterday yes. to mm-hmm. come up with a suggestion to help out Country ninety eight one. <laughs> Not so much what you hear on the radio. Yeah. Inside the building to help things oh. out inside the building. Well-
0: What's the problem inside the building? They just
1: want to change things up a little bit, a different little feel inside the building. And so I was asked to do that, present my uh, suggestion and the reasons why later on today to (laughs) oppressive management. This will be fun. As you know, Cliff, I like to uh, run things past you, the smart one here, before I uh, go to oppressive (laughs) management with it.
0: Sheldon Cooper of radio. Yes, that's me.
1: Bear me out on this. This is a little okay. this is a little out there to start with. This is my suggestion. Okay. I think yeah. alcohol should be served here at Country Ninety Eight One <laughs> while you're at work. <laughs> okay. Now I know that goes against the grain, right? Most companies well, I mean, don't go for that.
0: Most most companies frown on the consumption of alcohol by employees while on duty. Yes. You're absolutely right.
1: But it's not like I'm doing anything here that's going to be dangerous. I'm not driving, nothing like that. Okay, you got a point there. See?
0: The the responsibilities of your job, quite different than, say, our friend truck driver wraps.
1: Right. If I hit a wrong button in here, nobody cares.
0: Right? Literally, nobody cares. Nobody cares, yes.
1: (laughs) So that's my suggestion, Cliff, and my backup for that is it would eliminate vacations because no one would want to go on vacation they'd rather come to work because i get a drink while i'm there
0: (laughs) so i guess my the 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 pivotal question about having alcohol at work um is who's paying for it
1: well that's where the hard part of the sale is it's going to be aggressive management will have to pay for it
0: so so the company itself would then be on the hook to pay for the booze
1: well yeah because you know i'm helping eliminate vacations here (laughs)
0: Well, so, and, and, well, when you, you may have just sold it because what's the number one expense for um, employee matters after health care? That's the number one thing health insurance. Yes. And then somewhere down the list is our actual salaries because, you know, we don't
1: make that much. That's right. That's right. But
0: in between there is the amount that they do have to pay us to not be productive, i.e., vacation time. So if we're not taking vacation time,
1: Booze it up. That's right. Yes, <laughs> makes total sense. And yes, and I think this is the uh, cherry yeah. on top. It'll yeah. lead to more honest communication, Cliff, inside the building. No, that's you're absolutely. You know, right. employees. You know, always tell yeah. management. You know, they want to know what you think, but nobody ever actually tells they
0: them. Really want,
1: yeah. But after a while. <laughs>
0: That's like an open-door policy with an open mouth.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and an <laughs> open bottle. What do you think?
0: <laughs> the criminal investigation we're about to discuss is believed to have solved a string of thefts in the Japanese city of Funabashi. Police there say 26-year-old Ryusei Takada committed his first crime back in October, and once he realized he got away with it, he decided to make it a trend. He had bills to pay, after all, and police say he was selling the stolen merchandise to raise cash. His scheme eventually got quite extensive as he would study the work habits at construction sites to know when those workers were on break or went home and then he could safely go in and steal the toilets. Investigators later said that Takata worked in the management office for one of the construction companies, thus making his knowledge of the shift workers hours fairly easy to obtain. And over the course of three months, the serial toilet thief did the deed 18 times. You might be curious what gave detectives something to go on. In this case, that was what he did with the brand new, sometimes still in the wrapper toilets when he stole them. Allegedly, a secondhand shop in town became suspicious and notified police after purchasing from Takata several brand new toilets. Which, of course, leads to the question, what kind of market is there for used toilets in Japan? Because seemingly that would not have raised suspicion. During the time police were looking for the potty pilferer, local media Took to calling the man the God of Toilets.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Makes me wonder, Cliff, if you could take a toilet into a pawn shop, if they would give you anything for that.
0: (laughs) I I pondered that while working this uh, story up uh, earlier today.
1: (laughs) Well, Cliff, I know no guy out there is going to really pay attention to this, but I'm going to throw it out there anyway. (laughs) Okay. Valentine's Day is about a month away from right now. And I've been uh, reading, Cliff, this morning that all the... uh, I guess there's Valentine experts, whatever that (laughs) means. They're saying (laughs) this year, that's what they're claiming they are. Yeah. And Uh they're saying that this year, guys, forget the candy, forget the flowers, learn how to kiss better as your Valentine's (laughs) day present.
0: Really?
1: They're saying, Cliff, to improve your kissing, guys, you need to learn to breathe during the kiss, concentrate. And engage the electricity in your body. Now, Cliff. Yeah. I do not think this would be a very good idea for Valentine's Day. Instead of getting your uh, special someone a present of some kind, you tell them you've learned how to kiss better, and that's your <laughs> present. That's going to raise that's questions. That's
0: right. That's right. Because the first thing out of your significant other's mouth will be, "Oh yeah." Where'd you learn that at?
1: That's right. <laughs> Who was the
0: teacher? <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's not a Kissing for Dummies book that I know of, no, Cliff, that you can there's read. There's not. <laughs> yes. And the old story I've been practicing on the mirror is not yeah. going to work. So I don't no, know. I no, think. No one. I think I would go with candy or flowers, Cliff.
0: <laughs> I think you're right.
1: You don't want the questions raised <laughs> as to where yeah. this uh, no. newfound no. talent of yours came from. This is kind of odd, Cliff. I just got an email. Yeah. The um, meeting with the management has been canceled for today. <laughs> really? Yes. I wonder, wonder why that would happen. I don't know why that would happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe they got other things going on. So that leads me to this. <laughs> yeah. Pickleball. You ever heard of this? I've heard of pickleball, yes. Did you know there's a court over in Mount Carmel? Yes. I did not know that and, until the other day. And there were
0: courts there are courts in Vincennes as well for pickleball.
1: So Princeton has no pickleball courts.
0: Not not to my knowledge, yes.
1: Well they say it's the fastest growing sport for adults fifty five and older. Yeah. And while Alabama was singing forty hour week there, I Googled yeah. and YouTube to look at that. And yeah. everybody that's playing that I saw looks like they're mad and they don't want to be doing it <laughs> there's no joy in pickleball that i could see there cliff it was like well i mean uh, I, I
0: wouldn't go that far i mean you know
1: i'm just going by what i saw
0: sometimes people are concentrating on the game
1: well maybe that's it it's like it's like table tennis on steroids is what the game is yeah, basically it's
0: like a it's it's basically uh, a scaled down version of tennis because You know, there's less ground to cover in a pickleball court. It's
1: smaller, (laughs) way smaller. Like I could cover this court cliff myself and and, and I'm not running your arms. Yes. Even with my arms, I could do that. Yes. (laughs) And the trouble seems to be in pickleball. I haven't, I haven't been around it, but it seems like a lot of communities are having trouble because the balls are extremely loud when you hit them. With the racket, I didn't know that. yes.
0: No, I, I wasn't aware of that.
1: All over the country, people are putting up um, sound barriers to try to keep the oh, those, uh, noise those, like away. The big, tall fence, yes. Yeah. And, and uh, disturb the neighbors. Yeah. Somebody's now came out with yeah. noise-reducing balls for pickleball. Yeah. Who would have thought, <laughs> Cliff?
0: It's something to keep your balls quiet. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: I guess everybody's happy playing, but the videos I saw it was it like, man, well, there like we it. go. <laughs> and, uh, hit it back. <laughs> and hit it back to you. Cliff, I believe if I'm uh, right here, that in town you're on Duke Energy. Is that correct?
0: Yes, that would be uh, correct, yes. Okay,
1: well, I'm on Vectrin, and I was looking at my bill yesterday, and I knew Mm -hmm. for a long time that they had this on there. There's a little thing you can click on, and it tells you how much uh, kilowatt hours you've used every month.
0: Yeah, Duke has a similar thing. Well,
1: I found yesterday they also, for the first time ever, that yeah. I've seen, they have it broken down daily, how many kilowatt hours you wow. use every single hour. And wow. you can go back and forth. Yes, I, I thought that was impressive. And by the yeah. looks of mine, Cliff, and I'm not yeah. making any of this up either, <laughs> okay. my highest electric consumption at my house is between the hours of 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. Time after time... Obviously, Cliff. How's that happening? Obviously. I am a sleepwalker with a serious problem. I must be sanding giant sequoia trees in my sleep and not realizing it and using a bunch of juice. But that's what it says online. (laughs) It makes you wonder, are they just making up stuff? I mean, are they just... Because most people... I have no idea. Yes. January is Human
0: Trafficking Awareness Month, and family service agencies all around the country are doing what they can... To raise awareness experts say that children are more likely to fall victim than adults and while media outlets and the movies have long told stories about abductions that have turned into exploitation and trafficking the reality is the vast majority of cases come from poverty domestic violence lack of love and support and childhood runaways literally according to family services incorporated of Altuna, pa these are people that fall through the cracks And that's why, symbolically, workers of that agency, in hopes of raising awareness, Monday poured sand in the cracks of sidewalks all over town. Yes, they filled your crack with sand. (laughs) Oh, you just got to go there. Uh, It's a serious matter, but...
1: (laughs) Only you would go there, Cliff. Only you. No,
0: not only me. You know you went there when I said
1: it. Well, I kind of dabbled there yes yeah you did told I, you i didn't i didn't go full fledged there though <laughs> i know this is a fear of mine cliff whenever i'm in a hotel i haven't been in one in a long time with this pandemic going around yeah but the, yeah. the fear i have mm. is that i'll lock myself out of the hotel room completely <laughs> naked i don't know why well i know why i think that because what? okay i've actually seen that You've actually seen that? I, no,
0: and not just in a movie, because that's, like that's like a whole scene of a, a movie. I've seen that several times.
1: Yes. No, I've actually seen that in a hotel one Someone. time. There was a dude standing outside trying to get back in the door. And he and, was naked. And you don't know where to look. I mean, there's just no... It's just well, not I a mean, hallway look you want. You know what I'm saying? You're, I mean, it,
0: it's, it's, more, it's more of a question of knowing where not to look yes. than where to look.
1: So. And the... The information is out from the hotel association, Cliff, saying that yeah. men are more likely to do that than women. So I would,
0: I would say true because, you know, women are in, in some sense more modest and really wouldn't just parade around their, even the inside of their private hotel room.
1: Without clothing. Well, I think guys, too, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night, you go to the bathroom, yeah. and you're in yeah. a hurry, and you're kind of groggy, and so you grab the wrong door, and by the time you walk in, you realize what's happened, and you hear a clunk <laughs> <laughs> behind you. Uh-oh. Yes. Bad thing. Yeah. And which I'm hoping has happened to the guy I saw in the hallway a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but having said all of that, Cliff... Yeah. This could be a good reason for me never to use the ice that's in the hallway ice machine again.
0: <laughs> yeah, if, if you're outside of your hotel room and looking for some place to go to the bathroom, that
1: giant, <laughs> that giant <laughs> compartment that, right that there. Thing, yeah,
0: no, yeah, no, Yeah, Ew. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yep. I did read this morning, Clough, that uh, mm-hmm. New England Patriots coach, Bill Belichick. Yes, yep. he has. Um, Declined the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yes. And the reason is because he was told he actually has to smile during the picture taking <laughs> part of it. He's like, I'm not doing that for nobody. <laughs> I'm a little bit nervous this morning, Cliff, about our Take It to the Bank. This is a very special one for me. Why I want is it to that? be really good. Well, as you well know, yeah. anything uh, of importance always has what we call in the radio world. An opening theme, something that when you hear it, you know, ooh, that's yeah. getting ready to happen. Hmm. Like the news at six, oh. seven, and eight o'clock. Yes, what do you always a, hear that little, uh, probably
0: about an eight-second theme, opening theme to the newscast? And yeah, you're that absolutely Alerts
1: right. everyone that Cliff's getting ready to give you the news. Yes, hmm. there it is, right there. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yep. Now Cliff's not getting ready to give you the news right now. Um, no.
0: We're just providing that as an example. Yes,
1: and the reason I'm so nervous, Cliff, is one of our wonderful yeah. listeners yeah. has actually voiced an opening yeah. for "Take It to the Bank," and I wanted this to be a really good one since we're going to <laughs> like play an this. opening theme. Yes. Well, did they sing it? They didn't sing it. <laughs> oh, okay. They just re- they just spoke. How's that? So my question oh, okay. to you is: Okay, have we done a "Take It to the Bank" before? About. Benjamin Franklin wanting to write the Declaration of Independence so bad he couldn't stand it?
0: No, I don't believe I've ever
1: heard that, as a matter of fact, let alone start to take it to the bank. Perfect. Then we'll do that one for our okay. take it to the bank today, yeah. featuring an opening theme. And now, ladies and gentlemen, direct from WJUP on the planet Jupiter, it's the now universally telecasted award-winning segment known as Take It to the Bank with your award-winning host, Weed, and commentary from Uranus with Cliff Ingram. I love that open, Cliff. I love that thing. <laughs> that is excellent. Oh. oh Did you huh. notice how many times <laughs> the word award was thrown in there, Cliff? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I remember what that award looks like. <sighs>
1: thanks it's ralph like a Dixi, it's like a dixie cup spray painted gold that's that okay that's what we're talking that's about. all right <laughs> thanks ralph well done here's today's take it to the bank okay thomas jefferson was mm-hmm. selected to write the declaration of independence over the objections and strong objections of yeah. benjamin franklin but those <laughs> that were writing and helping write the declaration of independence mm-hmm. that committee Cancelled out Ben Franklin because they were all afraid he would sneak in a joke or two during the writing of the Constitution. <laughs> <laughs> and all so, of that you could take to the bank. So
0: what you're saying is, any it, it, at any moment in time, Benjamin Franklin could and would have thrown down a Dolly Parton bra size reference.
1: Had she existed in 1776. Well, I'm sure there was someone back at that time they all (laughs) thought the same of. Yes, that is true, Cliff. (laughs) Cliff, was there anything said today?
0: There was. uh, As a matter of fact, phrases of the day start with number three. Something to keep your balls quieter. Number two, the god of toilets. (laughs) 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 And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, learn how to kiss better which is a slippery slope when considering a Valentine's Day gift.
1: Yeah, I don't know if you uh, <laughs> you should practice that at all, Cliff.
0: Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you might not want to say that as a gift for your loved one, because you'll get blamed for something you didn't do. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> all maybe <right>. you did. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to WeedandCliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message.